Hey guys, what's going on? It's Jay Jones over the Two Penny Podcast, and I just want to take a minute and let you know that if you are new to the podcasting world, and that may be you haven't even started your show yet, or you have started it, or maybe you just have an idea that you would like to get into production, well, I highly recommend checking out the folks over at Unfiltered Studios. And uh, you can find them at unfpod.com. And, uh, you know, whether it be you need help with audio, video, equipment, distribution, graphic design, anything and everything that comes to podcasting, you can reach out to the guys at Unfiltered Studios and they'll be willing to help. And that's an absolutely no charge to you. 100% free. It's very easy and it's very good. Um, they have tons of experience and uh, very responsive. When I first started out, they helped me a great deal and I'm very appreciative. And um, so, yeah, head on over to unfpod.com and check out the Unfiltered Studios and start your show today. Um, they'll find a way to help you out. I promise you that. So, yeah, we'll see you soon. And don't forget, check out my podcast, The Two Penny each and every Friday. All right, we'll be seeing you. Best of luck. Bye. Yeah, that was all me with help of the Unfiltered Studios. (laughs) All right, see ya. Podcasting from the heart of Jacksonville, Florida, Florida. it's Keb Keb Unfiltered, a podcast about truth, justice, and what's going to offend the maximum amount of people with the minimum amount of effort. You know, the American way. That's the American way. Parental discretion is heavily advised. Your parents might learn something. Now, here's your host. The Cab. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here. Along for the ride for another week. Want to thank the Lube Man last week. And we got another great guest for you this week. Um, my guest this week is an Oscars expert. Um, uh, the Academy Awards historian and filmmaker. And with the Academy Awards coming up this week, uh, he's here to talk about some of the great oscar snubs and uh you guys know i love to talk about movies so i want to welcome tim lytell to the show how you doing tim thanks for having me kev thank you for having me on i love the show yeah let me um let me go over with every guest i go over rules to the show as you know uh, sure if you listen to the show before you know i'm a comic and um basically this is my therapy uh, i love to talk to a bunch of different people over all walks of life and um there are really no rules to the show so you don't have to watch your mouth you don't have to worry about offending anybody our listeners do not get offended um I love at, it. at all at I all um and, unless That's you start great. talking unless you start talking about the new testament and then some of them came you know, get there, but I don't have a feeling oh. that that's going that way this, you know, tonight. No, no, no. We're not, we're not going to talk religion. We're going to talk all Oscars tonight because I'm an Oscar expert. I love the Oscars, Keb. And, uh, hopefully the listeners do too. Um, oh, we got know, a big, love... mo- we got a big movie contingent of listeners. Huge. Big movie contingent. That's great. Big, big, that's big great. movie contingent. Are you, so are you going to watch the Oscars this year? I am. I am. I'm, I'm a little uh, upset that uh, we're not going to get a Chris Rock and Will Smith, you know, part due. Uh, right. But, I know. I know. That would be great to see. 
you know, and I think yeah. uh, I think Jimmy Kimmel's going to do good hosting it. I'm glad they got a host again and not going with the no host. You know, yes, deal. yes, it's always I, nice to have a single host. I think those are some of the better years. You know, I'll tell you what. What's really funny is me and my younger sister always play this game for the Oscars, and we like predict who's going to win what. And I try to watch okay. most of the movies that are like best picture. But then a couple of years ago, this fucking movie called Birdman won best picture. Right. And I watched that right. movie and it sucked two and a half hours of my life away. And I couldn't understand. And that was best won. picture. And it was best picture. Yeah. You know, but can you uh, believe it? Well, that's exactly what I wanted to talk about tonight was some, some of the great snubs. You know, I, okay. I love the Oscars, but. Sometimes the Oscars, they get it wrong, right? Like Birdman? Y yes. They yeah, got it now, wrong that year. Now, Argo was a great movie. That okay. was a great movie. That time they got it right. Yeah. They, they, they it did. Right. But when you got uh, when you got Birdman or, or uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel up there, which actually Grand Budapest Hotel is, I like Wes Anderson. But, uh, um, yeah, you know, you've had some, you know, and then I think, when uh this is back in the 90s i'm dating myself now when when titanic wins i mean come on yeah well the 90s were the 90s were a rough time because you know you have the movies that you know all genders love goodfellas pulp fiction both of those did not win uh for best picture big snubs there in the 90s that's crap right? too because pulp fiction is one of the greatest both of those movies are probably goodfellas two and of pulp the fiction two of the, two of the yeah. greatest movies of all time did not win oscars sure uh, are you a Stanley Kubrick fan? I like the Clockwork Orange. You like the Clockwork um, Orange? I like he never wanted. He never won an Oscar. Yeah, Stanley I mean, Kubrick. you told me Can Full Metal Jacket that? didn't win an Oscar. It did not win an Oscar. Wow! Can you believe that, Kev? Do you know Judy Garland? Yeah, you know yeah, Judy that's, Garland. Uh, that's uh, Liza Minnelli's mother. Liza Minnelli's mother. She never yes. won an Academy Award. The Academy is always kind of making these snubs. And don't get me wrong. I love Oscar. I, I, I absolutely love the Oscars. I love the Academy Awards. I love to tune in. I don't. I, I, do you do a party? What's that? Do you do a party? Or do you just uh, kind of no, watch it? See, no, I, no party. I, yeah, same for me. I don't do a party. I want to I I be in, in the moment. I want to be, sure. uh, you know just concentrating on the Oscars and getting it, you know, seeing what's going on. Sure. The biggest Oscar snub going back to 1941. Do you know what that one is? Um, uh, going citizen Kane. Absolutely. It looks like yeah. you're the Oscar expert, not me here. <laughs> I like, I like yes. movies. You obviously do. Citizen yeah. Kane is, it has been for years known as the, the greatest movie of all time did not sure. win an Oscar. Wow. So let's look at let's uh, let's talk about some of the Oscar snubs this year. Okay. This is uh, 2023. Sure. What's not nominated? Black Panther. Black they're, Panther. They're, Can you believe that? I mean, you know, but but I, but that they don't necessarily great movie by the way. They don't necessarily ever nominate superhero movies. Well, they, they don't like superheroes and they don't like horror movies because also not nominated this year, not nominated was Barbarian. Barbarian did not get a screenplay nod. 
right anything like that did you watch barbarian did you see I, that I did one? not i did not see barbarian uh, you know not a, not a, a big uh I, when it comes to i'm kind of a um what they call a, a shopping mall horror film like friday the 13th you know the 13th. halloween you know stuff like that so if it's not you know saw you know, if it's not like that, then I, then I don't really get into that the, genre. I'm, the I'm snubs huge. are still happening, Kev. Decision okay, to Kev. leave. Decision yeah. to leave. South Korean movie. Yeah. Fantastic film, but but snub this year. Wow. I think wow. though, the big the biggest snub for me this year for 2023 is Man Baby. Man which Baby. I've heard that you saw. Do you, do you I did. Know Man Baby. I do know Man You watched it. I did. Did you watch it? it, it from my recliner. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I am a uh, very large. Uh, well, let me let me ask you this: how how do you, how did you come upon uh, learning of the uh, the movie Man Baby? Well, as you might know, I I produced, wrote, and directed Man Baby actually. Nice. It's my nice. movie. It yeah. is your movie. Yeah, and, it's and, my movie. And you actually and, and probably actually... the biggest. Go ahead. Probably the biggest Oscar snub of the year. I, I mean, absolutely. If, if I don't mind saying, as an Oscars expert, you know, I feel like uh, you know there should have been a, a screenplay nomination. Um, granted, granted, you know, this year there wasn't a nomination for Paul Dano for uh, right. the Fablemans. He didn't get it. But neither did Asa, Asa Fager, star of Man Baby. I, I do not understand why neither of those actors were nominated. Did anybody get it, even, so even get an invite to a party? No, I did not actually get nominated, uh, uh, you know, invited to any parties, uh, nothing. And it's, it's uh, you know, it's it's personally upsetting to me. It's, it's sure. definitely personally upsetting. Sure. Uh, as you can imagine. Sure. Now, let me but, ask you this. But as and, you can see... Good. Yeah. You know, it happens. It's happened historically. Sure. Citizen Kane and Man Baby, same category. Well, I don't know that we want to go that far. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe we're not going to say that they're, you know, but uh, I mean, let's face it. The Academy makes mistakes. And I sure. think they made a mistake with Man Baby. And I think it was arguably the biggest one this year you know uh, absolutely absolutely well so you, you feel like talking about man baby for a little bit yeah we could talk about it sure okay okay um i know you naturally, might have, you might have had some questions right sure sure naturally you're, you're the producer director you actually uh you actually uh put a small part in there for you um there there at the end which uh which was i did uh, at the cool. end that's true which was pretty cool. Can't How mean. did you come up with that story? The man baby story. Uh, the origins of that is uh, I'm not just an Oscar expert and filmmaker. Uh, I also worked in adult entertainment uh -oh. for uh, a couple of years. And the biggest uh, seller on uh, the clip store that I was working for was uh, ABDL and mommy porn and diaper porn and that sort of thing. So I uh, 
and not porn, porn, I shouldn't say porn, fetish clips. Gotcha. So, uh, cause there's not actual like, uh, conventional sex happening. These are, these are kind of, uh, kink things. Right. Sure. And those were the biggest sellers. And so I said, this, this is, this is always going to have an audience. There's always people who want this for some reason. Um, it's very, it's highly sought after. That's the thing that's at a premium. So I said, let me write an exploitation script about this fetish. And that's kind of what it started as. And then, it, right. and then it evolved and spun, spun wildly out of control, spun wildly out of control. Cause obviously it's not a, it's not about that at all. Um, you've no. seen it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's really a movie about, you know, growing up and men and women and relationships and uh, whether people should procreate or not, I guess, whether people should have children or not have children. It's it's a it's it's uh, it's surprising to me that the Academy did not at least take a look at this script, but I did not get a, uh, a letter or an email uh, just just requesting to read the script. You know. are, are you a member of the academy i'm not i'm not a member of the academy unfortunately uh you know i i've heard that certain it's yeah I, we, you said we weren't going to talk about the new testament but i i did hear that there are certain there are certain uh what can we say uh rituals that you have you to say be anything. a part of that yeah. I'm that I'm personally not going to be a part of. I, you know, I'm not going to talk about uh, my beliefs, but I, I'm just I'm not interested in, uh, you know, adrenochrome. I'm not interested in in that scene. Uh, gotcha. But you know, that being said, they could have sent an email. Sure, they could have sent sure. a letter. They could have texted. Text, text I have the message. WhatsApp app. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, have a have a, that, uh, a Twitter. They send you a DM on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, I do have a Twitter account, so they could have just, you know, DM'd me and and requ just requested to read it, because I think if sure. they had they read it, had the Academy read it, I think, uh, you know, around there uh, with uh, uh, the Banshees, what is it, the Banshees of Isherin, maybe, sure, you know, close to that script, I'd say. I think you know, had they had they read it, structure had they read it. Price Waterhouse Coopers might be delivering a uh, an envelope with the with the name in it. Well, I don't know, yeah. but I'll, I'll tell you this: Man Baby shorter than Tar. Yeah. It's a lot shorter than Tar. It's and shorter that, than On the Western Front. It's shorter than On the Western Front. And you might you I don't know how did you feel at the end of Man Baby? Did you feel as uplifted as as I felt at the end of uh, All Quiet on the Western Front because I yeah I felt um, like shit after All Quiet on the Western Front. Sure, I felt uh, bad. <laughs> um, I felt very at the end of Man Baby. I felt very tranquil, if that's a, if that's a good word, tranquil. You know, I thought uh, I thought whoever uh, whoever was leading the cinematographer, typically the director. Um, was uh, was very good at, at filming uh, brooks and rivers and things of that nature. Yeah, yeah, you know, because it does. It takes a it takes a left turn. That's what people say. It, it takes a, left a couple turn. left turns. You know, it goes from it takes a couple left turns. It goes from him trying to to, to use the term con, but I mean that's basically you know into having a kid into psycho bitch, <laughs> kinda. 
mm-hmm. know, I don't know mm-hmm. if that's what mm-hmm. you're trying to get across, but uh, I mean, what, yeah. what, she, what she did was, was not totally not normal behavior. No, no. I mean, it's kind of a rape revenge movie in that sense. Sure. Um, which some people say that that's what uh, the movie Tar is. Is kind yeah. of a rape revenge movie in a lot of ways. Sure, so, sure. Um, but uh, but yeah, Man Baby is definitely uh, genre bending, right? Sure. It's not a comedy. It's not a horror. It's not a horror comedy. And then at the end, uh, you know, we're going to surprise you again. We keep surprising you. So sure. Well, it was. Well, we'll get to that here in a second. All right, I got a question for you. Do you read a lot from the Gideons? Do you? The Gideons Bible. They, they, I'm pretty sure there's a quote at the beginning of the movie from the Gideons, isn't it? It probably is. There probably yeah. is. Yeah. You know the quote that's on the on the black screen before the movie starts. Oh, 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 the, uh, uh, the Gideon study from, from, the, yeah. oh yes, 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 yes. That's our, uh, our study that we quoted when we were, you know, it's a pretty, you know, script like this, it did take about a year to write and, uh, a lot of research went into it. And so that, uh, quote, we went back and forth over for a while. Um, I'm not sure what, what your question is though. No, no, no. Yeah, just, so just, just do, 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 do you read a lot of the Gideons? Um, you know, just, it just struck me funny. It was the Gideon study, um, at the beginning of yeah, it kind of, kind of sets it up to where, uh, basically what we're talking about, there's a quote at the beginning of, uh, of the movie that basically says that, uh, people are tricked into having kids all the time. Yes. Pretty that much. Is, uh, a, uh, fabricated quote with a lot of truth behind it. I think maybe, sure. Or sure. maybe it's a t- true quote fabricated. I'm not sure. Sure. To, to, to give the listeners who haven't seen this real quick synopsis, um, we have a stand-up comic that he uh, performs as a baby on stage. Uh, the movie depicts that uh, him to be pretty successful in that act. Um, you know, and, and that's how we see, we see him. So. Yeah. And that's how we see I mean, he's got billboards. I mean, I don't have a billboard, you know, but uh, yeah, I'm not going to have anyhow. So he goes through that and then um, him and his wife who have a contentious relationship, um, he wants a kid, a kid. So he decides to trick her into acting like a baby to prove that she's a good mother. And I'll just end there because I don't want to give, I want people to watch this, you know, so I don't want to give too much away. If they're interested in watching, they can go to manbabymovie.com. And uh, all the links are there, but we're streaming free on Tubi too. So if you go, if you're in your Tubi app, I know a lot of people are are on Tubi these days. You just search sure. Man Baby, and it'll it'll come right up. So anybody out there in in Florida, yeah, that's how I watched to watch it. it. Yeah, that, that's yeah, that's a great way to watch how, it. Yeah, that's how I watched it. The only only BS about that is that you got to deal with the commercials. You know, so you'll be yes. getting into it and then, you know, pop up, you know, whopper, 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 you know, um, you know, these commercials will come up and uh, and get you. When you talk about writing this, um, you said it took about a year to write. Did you have specific actors in mind or do you cast that afterwards? We, yeah, it took about a year to write in its original form and then uh we cast the actors over the course of like 
several months and then rewrote it for the actors. So it's, you know, many, many drafts of the script, uh, you know, went, went, uh, went through. So, um, yeah. On Asa who plays Sal, did you have yeah. to write in because of his tattoos? Or yeah, exactly. Were, were, so Ace, th- those so, are his. Yep. Yep. Yeah, those are all his real tattoos. In fact, that was a that was a big question at the screenings that we did last year. So we've been we've screened it live in August, and you know people obviously had questions just like you do, and uh, no one from the academy was there. Unfortunately, no one uh, <laughs> paid much attention, at least in that regard. Uh, but some people paid attention and they wanted to know about the tattoos. That was always a big question was, you know, they were curious about the placement of the tattoos, the uh, copyright uh, restrictions on the tattoo, a lot of, a lot of legal questions, which we actually had a um, wa- out here in Washington state. We have a program called Washington lawyers for the arts. Okay. And uh, we actually were able to consult with a lawyer to make sure that the tattoos were in, uh, uh, you know, legal sure accordance with art i guess i don't know uh, uh, how to actually i'm gonna touch the detail I'm a, go ahead i'm sorry but no his tattoos were very uh very interesting i thought from the beginning yeah i i'm gonna touch the detail guys he had me uh, google and john 1515 aha that is uh actually uh a, fr- a friend uh when you come upon a stranger, he is a friend or something. I think call him a friend. Call anyone. Yeah, something like that. It's a it's a it's a Quaker thing. It's a it's a Quaker okay. thing. Okay, actually, he, he's um, a Quaker. Asa could talk to you more about that. Asa is a, originally a Quaker. He's not a Quaker anymore, I don't think. But uh, okay, he was he was a Quaker. So that. Uh, but yeah, so then we had to kind of change some things in the visual of the movie because of that that little Bible quote. So we had some other little quotes interspersed if, you, if you're an attention to detail guy you probably saw that there are a couple other ones uh in I, I did movie. Yeah. When, yeah. when you looked at casting that um and forgive yeah. me I'm, I'm not a real big name follower here um no. so i'll just the 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 guy that uh you know wants to hook up with uh with with the wife uh, the guy with glasses, the creepy dude. Yeah, Tom Stewart is the actor's name. Right. I think his yeah. name is Michael in the movie. Right. Michael Carmichael. Yeah, it's the character. Michael name. Carmichael. Great name. What a great yeah. name. Um, yeah. Did you have Lyle Lovett in mind when you cast that guy? <laughs> well, actually, we had uh, Gaston from Beauty and the Beast in mind. Nice. Kind of a okay. Originally written, he was originally written as like kind of a big buff guy. A big, uh, you know, kind of like a bodybuilder or, you know, something like that, like a, a mimbo type. Sure. Uh, and uh, but then Tom was just so good at the audition. So we we just kind of rewrote things for for him, you know, rewrote it in his kind of tone. And we kept the thing about the muscles because that was just funny because he, you know, it just seemed to work, you know. Right. Um, I mean, I'm a yeah. bad guy guy. You know, so I typically like the villain or the creepy guy or, you know, I'm the right. guy that, that roots for even though I know they're probably going to die at the end. I root for, root for the bad guy because I think they're a lot more definitely um, sometimes a lot more interesting, um, you know, because of they're typically somebody that's, you know, had 
something bad happened to them, but I thought he uh, right. he nailed that part. Yeah, yeah, I think he did too. I think he was uh, appropriately over the top and appropriately creepy, but uh, you know, he had a little he had he had some emotion there too, right? He's got feelings, and that's kind of interesting in a bad guy always, right? If they're like sure. you said, like something makes them bad, you know. Sure. Who's who's your if you had to think of a favorite movie bad guy, what would what, what would your all right most I'm memorable a huge... movie bad guy be? Okay, so you know how you're an Oscar expert? Yes. I am a Star Wars expert. Okay. Uh-huh. I mean, there's not not much that gets by me. So naturally I'm gonna say Darth Vader. However, I love movies. So yeah, usually when somebody asks me a question like that, I'll say, okay, here's the best villain not in Star Wars. You know, I'll throw Star, Star Wars, Star Wars. It's, right. it's its own category because um, right. I, I love it. So I'm going to go with a tie. And if you brought TV into it as well, there there's another great villain. No one ever brings him up, but he's a great villain. But I'm going to go with Hannibal Lecter, probably. That's That's a great villain. You know, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I think he's in like nine minutes of that movie and that, you know, Silence of the Lambs. He's not in a lot of it, but uh, not an Oscar uh, snub that won many Oscars that movie. And surprisingly, because it's a horror movie, Oscar doesn't like those horror movies. But uh, but that one certainly did it. Jonathan Demme, great director, great, great villain. Yeah, Darth Vader is like a super classic villain like i think and and, and a really complex one too hannibal sure. lecter is like a, i mean i guess he's complex but he's uh I, I guess from what i understand of him from the book he's more complex but in that movie he's not he's not the most complex guy you know right and he, i mean he's movie. he's not even the the guy they're after he's the guy they're consulting with right you know so yeah he's a consultant He's a creative yeah. consultant, but but uh, I, I I love the movie. I, I think another great villain, a very underrated, is uh, is uh, Jack Nicholson's uh, part in a in a movie. Men, you know, I think I mean he's definitely the big. Mm. Um, granted, it's a it's a courtroom drama, and and that doesn't yeah. get a lot of uh, a lot of Oscar, uh, but Jack Nicholson, you know, not a. Uh, um, he's been on that right. stage a couple times. No slouch. He's no slouch. That's for sure. No, but if you had TV, I don't know if you remember the show Dallas. Yeah. J.R. Ewing was a great villain. Yeah. He was a great villain. Maybe not on that, on Darth Vader or Hannibal Lecter's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he he's a great TV villain. You know. Did you ever see but, the movie, uh, uh, the Oliver Stone movie, Nixon? I did. did see that one. Anthony Hopkins yeah, plays see. Nixon. Anthony Hopkins. So this is all connected. And then Jr. Uh, you, uh, you know, not he's not Jr. Ewing. He's Larry Hag. Larry Hagman. Yeah. He's, he's kind of he's playing that character in Nixon, kind of. Sure. He's like a Texas oil man villain, sure. kind of. Yeah, he's like I like that. He's like, like uh, that don't Larry Hag. Don't forget the people who put you where you are. And Anthony Hopkins, right. like, American, pe- American people put me where I am. He's like, really? You know, well, that can yes. be changed. You know, and, yes. uh, and, and, you know, movies like that. I love Oliver Stone. Um, but movies like that, I, I much like creative movies like yours and, and much, you know, movies like, uh, 
like Nixon and W and all that, they 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 tend to to have an agenda. So for somebody like apolitical like right. me, who think who thinks both right. sides are stupid, um, right. who thinks Washington is is Hollywood for ugly people, you know, <laughs> I mean it's uh, it, so I'll watch them just because I'm a history guy. I really love sure. history, um, but uh, usually they wind up having an agenda one way or the other. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's one thing about man, baby. We say no agendas whatsoever. We want to play it, uh, you know, completely, uh, it's a movie without an ideology. It's a movie about, uh, human psychology more so than ideology. And that's something that I really appreciate. I, I, I think, you know, it's, it's my intention with man, baby that, uh, you know, someone, from anywhere, from anywhere in the world, actually, not just in America, but I mean, any culture can kind of respond to this movie because it's like a fairy tale. It's like a sure. weird fairy tale. And, sure. uh, you know, you, if you're, a, if you're, a on one side, if you're on the left, you see some things in man, baby that you probably hate. And if you're on the right, you probably see some things in, in man, baby that you hate. If you're from China, you see some things that don't make sense. But I think in general, you, it all kind of does make sense, actually, to all those folks, whether you're in China or India or you're left or you're right or you're a man or a woman, uh, you know. So I hope that comes across, you know. Where where was it? Um, and I was trying to figure out this at the beginning, and, and I, 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 I tried to look it up, but it's hidden pretty good. Um, maybe I just didn't look it up in the right places. But where was it shot? We shot it in Seattle, Washington. Okay. Okay, that, that's, and that's it is what I pretty, figured. It, yeah, it is hidden pretty good because, you know, it's kind of, it's not really supposed to be Seattle where it's taking place. It's kind of supposed okay. to take place in like Springfield, you know, like it's any town USA. It's kind of a, sure, you know, name, nameless American city where they have a giant uh, hormone lab. <laughs> nice. Who would you consider? I know um, he's the title character, Asa, but would you consider him the main character? You know, that's a that's a question a lot of people talk about with this movie. Um, that it's it's kind of uh, Dana's movie. You know, it's not yeah. really uh, totally his movie. There's definitely like versions that we cut. Uh, edited versions that are more about her, e even more about her. Um, this is the version that's more about him. So you can kind of extrapolate from that, you know, sure. like we, we, in we intended it to be more about him, but inevitably, uh, you know, she goes through a lot. So it's, it is also about her. And I think it is about their relationship more than anything. Cause that's what we end with. Right. Sure. Um, that it's I about mean, the you relationship, could probably, not him, not her. I mean, you could probably have a little, uh, not to give anything away. Spoiler alert. Uh, there's a time jump and uh, you mm -hmm. could probably have like a little movie in there. What happened with both of them during that? I mean, you could kind yeah. of guess. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's like one day mm -hmm. she's playing mm -hmm. with the kid and then one day she's old, you know? Yeah, exactly. I always thought that, you know, potentially it would be confusing to folks that we don't see him. You know, we, we do see her with the kids and then we kind of jump forward and we don't see him. But I, I, I kind of like that he's he's gone. I, I like that he is kind of kicked kick, uh, off the island. 
I, I, I liked uh, it. it. It was like the last you, know, you saw of him, he pulled he his return. hat over his face, you know? The last you saw yeah, him, he pulled yeah. his hat and then over when his he, face. For some reason, then when he returns in the in the old age time, again, spoilers, but, you know, it's okay. Right. It's it's out there. Yeah. Um, when, right. he, when he returns, uh, you know, it's a shock. We see him. He's old now. We, you know, before it was yeah. always he was running around shirtless. And now, like everyone, he's he's getting older. And uh, sure. And and older in a nice, silly way. Um, I don't know. Do you like uh, the movies of like Charlie Kaufman? Are you into uh, no. John Malkovich? I mean, so yeah, I, I mean, I enjoyed that movie. Um, but yeah, I don't yeah. follow him like I do, um, uh, like Wes Anderson. I'll watch his stuff, and then um, yeah. I'm a big, like again, I'm a, I'm a comic, so I follow a lot of uh, like Kevin Smith stuff, you know, and uh, yeah. and things yeah. of that nature. Yeah. If you get, I live my life in the realm of the ridiculous, so it, the the usually the the stupider it is or the more slapsticky it is. And if it has anything to do with stand up, um, I'll watch it, you know, and so then, Man baby was right up your alley, right? It right <laughs> up, right up it. Um, there, there's only two movies in the history of me going to the theater to see that I've ever walked out of. One was a movie called Joe's apartment. Um, sorry, singing cockroaches. cockroaches. Yeah. The singing cockroaches is where I draw the line. And another one was a movie, uh, was a thing called movie 43. I know about those movies. Yeah. Movie 43 yeah. was, was, uh, I feel like movie 43 had some, had, uh, a sequence that I like really liked. And then it had some sequences that I like that like gave me a panic attack. And like, I had to like, yeah. I wanted to like shut it off. It was weird. The one Very with uneven. Anna Fer Anna Ferris and, uh, and Chris, Pr uh, Chris, uh, yeah, Chris Pratt that gives, I mean, I couldn't get through it. Yeah. I just said, okay, next. Yeah. And then, but the, I'll tell you what, I laughed out loud, hard, crying at the Johnny Knoxville and Sean Williams Scott Leprechaun part of it. That, <laughs> that's the one. That's the one part that I like. I mean, I thought that was hilarious. Whoever wrote that part of the movie, um, and in a you know, a bunch of it's the actors, but uh, that movie right. was funny, and it wasn't because of Knoxville or Sean Williams Scott. It was because of the Leprechaun guy. You know, when I get when I we get done here, I'm gonna watch it on YouTube again. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but but yeah, th things like those are the only two movies. So ridiculous, big Mel Brooks fan. You know, huge Mel Brooks right. fan. I think Blazing Saddles yeah. is probably one of the best movies ever made, comedy wise. Yeah, um, yeah. and then I yeah, like stuff. That I like stuff that challenges the norm. You know, um, you know things that yeah. that that challenge the. Uh, you know, it, basically when a director or actor says cancel this, you know, and just kind of yeah. goes off, off the deep end. I, I, I appreciate and respect that a lot. Yeah. So yeah. again, Same man, for me. maybe Same for me. right up my alley. Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah. Would you say I said, you know, did we, did we cancel it? Did we just go off on our own thing and kind of. What? No, no, I don't, I don't think, I don't think it's, it's, I don't think it's cancelable. Um, I'm interested. How long did it take to film? Man, baby took, uh, well, overall the, the big picture, it was a eight year project. So it took a wow. long time, um, cause we made it for, for no money at all. Very, very little money. Okay. Um, 
actual like shooting, like, like a big part of the shooting, we got it done uh, in about a year, you know, but then there was reshoots and there was, you know, editing and then reshoots based on editing and, and lots of, you know, lots of the housekeeping kind of stuff that kept it going for, for years and years and, and, and personal stuff just with like actors moving away and me moving and work and money and all the things that get in the way of, of creativity. Um, but we did finally get it done. I saw um, somewhere in, in doing um, some reading and backstory that you guys had to do a, uh, or not had to do, but you did a Kickstarter, right? We did two Kickstarters. Uh, we did a first Kickstarter that worked and that uh, got us started. It was back in like 2014. And uh, then we did a second Kickstarter, I think in like 2016. Uh, and that failed. So that, okay. you know, potentially we, we might've been done earlier. You know, we might've been done in 2020 instead of 2022 if, if that Kickstarter had worked. But, you know, who's, who's to say? Sure. Did you? But yeah, uh, we didn't have money. No money. Yeah. Oh, no what? money. Just just my love of my uh, Leonard Malton's guide and, and pouring over my old tapes of the Academy Awards. Did you go to film school? I did, yeah. I went to NYU film school for nice. undergrad. Okay. And then I went to Chapman University for graduate school. Uh, so I got a master's degree in film. Being the Oscars expert that you are, which is why I'm an Oscars expert, right? Exactly. Right. What, in your opinion, in your opinion, once we get into this, I mean, it's going to be 6 a.m. when I shut up. But uh, I mean, I'm telling Let's you, I love, it. I love movies. Um, what, in your opinion, of all, let's just say since 1950, of all Best Picture winners. What is the best picture of those best picture winners? Of all the best picture winners since 1950. Let's yeah. let's take a look. Let's see. Let's let's get into this here. Okay. Let's look and see. Since 1950. So we're only going to go back to 1950. I'm just I'm scrolling back here. I need my notes. I'm an Oscars expert, but I but I don't have a photographic memory. So I'm I gotcha. Just kind of scroll back here. I'm gonna find. I can tell you the ones I sure don't like. You know. Yeah. There's a <laughs> Birdman. Birdman, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you this uh, though, Moonlight that won it. You know, the year that they tried to get it, give it to uh, La La Land, but La Moonlight La Land, won it. Yeah. Um, uh -huh. uh, Moonlight's a great movie. That's a great. Moonlight movie. is a great movie. Yeah, I yeah. I agree with that for sure. And I'm La La okay. Land I'm here in the '90s. Not... La La Land's not a great movie now. Um, no. But it's a good movie too. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I'm in the '90s here, and I'm going to say, so far, I'm seeing, you know, uh, Schindler's List, Unforgiven, Silence of the Lambs are a couple of my favorites in the '90s. Uh, but then I'm seeing some ones that I that I really don't like, like Shakespeare in Love, American Beauty, uh, and the piano in there, or something like that. The piano was a chocolat. Chocolat. Know what your chocolate was? Uh, let's I just see. remember Let that dude jumping pick. on the chairs. <laughs> um, 
Well, now we're in the 70s. So I think, I think we're going to say that going back to the 50s, and then I know the 50s, like none of the 50s movies I think are very good. Right. Uh, Definitely not into, definitely not into uh, Greatest Show on Earth or Around the World in 80 Days. Marty's okay. You know, I I think Marty's okay. So I'm going to say the best, uh, the best, the best one. Real, real quick, real quick before you give me that. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so okay. Marty, Marty was 1955, correct? Uh, yeah. Okay, so Marty was 1955. Like it. It's either 19 or 1956 was on the waterfront, right? 54 is on the waterfront, yeah. Okay, so before it. So I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Quiz Show with uh, have, Ralph yeah. Fiennes and John Turturro. Um, that's actually yeah, yeah. A, that's the question that they asked him to get it, to have him get it wrong was what was best picture 1955 oh. and everybody's like Marty and he he guessed on the waterfront but it was it was rigged oh. rigged you know? yeah it's always so that's, rigged that's how I always remember and if you want to intertwine these movies 1955 was the, the best picture was Marty which was also right. the name of Marty McFly and Back to the Future, who goes back to 1955. 1955. Wow, that's a that's a deep cut. Amazing. Yeah. So you could bring yeah, all these one. movies together. All right? They're all just one big universe. Yeah, I'm a huge Back to the Future head. Believe oh, me, me too. I, I love, I love Back to the Future. But we're gonna say that the best, best Oscar, the best, the best, best picture since 1950 for me. Not going to, uh, you know, like what you like. Everybody can like what they like. But sure. uh, Oscar es- Os- Oscar's expert, Tim Lytell, says it was The Godfather Part 2. And uh, what uh, does Kev the, say? The Kev <laughs> is going to agree with The Godfather Part 2. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you the biggest Pretty much Oscar, that's got to be the best one, right? It, it is by far, uh, in, in my opinion, it's the best movie ever made. In, in my opinion. You know, um, but however, uh, Oscar snub for best picture, 1980, the empire strikes back. Ah, but not unnominated in 1980. Yeah. Unnominated in 80. We got ordinary people, coal miners, daughter, the elephant man, raging bull and Tess, which I've never seen. I've never seen Tess. Yeah. Raging bull one. Correct. Like it's a, uh, French Canadian movie. Oh no! Test. Directed by Roman Polanski. Oh, that's why I never uh, seen it because I I don't support. Uh, yeah, I don't support Roman Polanski. <laughs> anyway, uh, Ordinary People is a great movie, 1980. Well, but yeah, I mean, Return of the Jedi, or no, you're saying Empire Strikes Empire Back. Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I I would never nominate Return of the Jedi because even for a Star Wars guy like me, the Ewoks drive me up the wall. They drive me up the wall. There you go. It's it's yeah. it's yeah. It's my least watched original trilogy film my least watched yeah. original trilogy yeah. film i would rather replace yeah, that, that with rogue rogue one you know and just make it rogue one that, a new uh, hope song Empire at Strikes the Man. end yeah the song at the end is just a bit is a bit much you know yeah the, the uh i the, you know I, I i'm not the biggest star wars guy for sure uh, but i have watched a lot of them i i have not seen them all i haven't seen all the recent ones you know i've seen all the going back you know the the first three and the second three and then a couple of the new ones, I think at some point I, I didn't get to the new ones, you know? Um, 
my my bugaboo with uh, the Star Wars universe are the are the names. Okay. <laughs> are of you the movies you or on, the, these, on these names of the, the movies character or of names, the characters? Okay. Are the, the character names are the most ridiculous names to to me. Yeah. Uh, the uh, you know. I, I like I don't under I, I don't understand where they come from. This this uh this there, there's a big guy in a X wing fighter, and his yeah. name is Porkins because he's because yeah. he's a big guy. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like and I love that guy. Jabba the Hut is is a Jabba the the Hut because he's like a like he's like a slug. Like I mean right. I, I I guess they didn't call him Sluggo. Like that maybe would have been more in line with what usually happens. Like a. But I I feel like these names are just kind of like uh, like I, I don't know like is he getting his kids to make them up or like what what is going on with that you know I'm I'm I, I'm kind of a star I'm more Star Trek than Star Wars if I had to choose I, like one I kind of I'd go Star Trek. What's funny is I follow Star Trek too. I, I love I, I because I classified them as two different things. I classify Star Wars as a as a uh, science fantasy. You know, and I classify right. uh, Star Trek as science fiction because it's supposed to be in the right. future. You know, and right. so I was a big next generation te- television show watcher back in the nineties. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a good show. Big, great, great show. I wasn't to movie the Shatner and Leonard Nimoy movies, and you kind of knew who Captain Kirk was, and you knew who Spock was. You know, and yeah. all that. <clears throat> but you know, when they got Ricardo Montalban to play the bad guy, you know, it kind of lost me. Uh, there, yeah. but uh, but you know, I'll watch those, and then when they're searching for whales, you know, and things of that nature, yeah, kind of kind of back in time and they try to save the whales, yeah, you know, kind of uh, the funny, I'll tell you this one of the funniest scenes in those movies is in that one where they go back in time and they're on that the train or the, the trolley in San Francisco. And that guy's got the uh, the boom box, and Spock is right there. And he, right, <laughs> and he, 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 that's probably one of the. What does funniest. he do? He, he gives him the pinch, right? Is he yeah, pinch. Or... <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, and then with McCoy, he McCoy's in the hospital. He's like, he's like, what are you guys doing? You know, what is this? You know, medieval times. You know, and uh, <laughs> and, and fixes him right there. I thought I thought right. that was funny, but uh, right. Next Generation, I, I I liked I liked a lot. I liked the characters better. Um, and then uh, when I thought that they did a pretty good job of rebooting it. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, the reboot was pretty good for sure. Yeah, yeah. So I thought they did a really good job of rebooting it. And uh, what is going on here? I lost camera feed. You can still hear me though. Yeah. I can hear you fine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I lost camera feed. What's camera going on the internet off. in Jacksonville? No, it's not the air- internet. It's, it's not the internet. Stupid. It's just your, yeah, it's your uh, stream yard. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Um, I think I hit when I went to hit mute to, to sniffle. I think I hit stop cam. Uh, gotcha. But you know what? It's unfiltered. We just keep going on because, you know, some of my listeners say it's unfiltered. You shouldn't edit. And some of them say I don't edit because I'm lazy. Uh, you know, what do you think so, it is? <laughs> uh, probably somewhere in between, you know, um, <laughs> you, you know, you know, somewhere in between. But we, I, I, some people think I use this as an excuse. I literally live in an, a nature preserve, kind of in the forest, uh, one block off of the okay. St. John's River in Jacksonville. So 
um, every time, you know, every time the wind blows pretty hard and every time somebody sneezes, the power goes out over here. Oh, yeah. So we've been uh, we've been full, like right in the middle is a power go out. You know how long it takes things to reboot when power goes out. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that hasn't happened in a while. Usually this time of year it won't, but you get hurricane season coming around. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, um, but uh, quick, quick, another, another Oscar question. Okay. That's what and I'm here I'm, for. Let's do nineties to now, 1990 to now. Nineties to now for me, okay. I, you know, uh, we start nineties uh, is where I started t- tuning out. It seems, but I, like I said, we got, really? Silence of the Lambs, Unforgiven, Schindler's List, which I all think are great uh, in the 90s. We go to the 2000s. Boy, I can't find one that I like at all in the 2000s, to be perfectly honest. We got Chicago, Gladiator, Million Dollar Baby. Any of these? Any of these? Yeah. Your, uh, Million your... Dollar Baby is a good flick. Oh, I'm Million big, Dollar big, Baby. Big, Slumdog big Millionaire. East, I'm a big Eastwood fan. It's still a start. It's- until until he started let me tell you my most hated eastwood flick is a is a movie called trouble with the curve okay trouble with the curve yeah i know of it i never saw it well I it's there's big it, trouble it, it, it's it's a big uh he's a baseball scout for the atlanta braves now i'm a huge atlanta braves okay. fan you know huge okay. atlanta if there's anything i know more about than star wars it's the atlanta braves Huge Atlanta Braves fan, okay. watching my entire life. And so what they did was they said, okay, Clint Eastwood, this is how they sold the movie. Clint Eastwood is is uh, directing and starring in a movie about the Atlanta Braves. That's how they sold the movie. What they didn't tell us is it was going to be a love story between Amy Adams and Justin Timberlake. And the Braves are secondary. And, switch. and Clint Eastwood is in, in half of the movie. Yeah, you know, they bait I mean, and you switched get, you. Yeah, you get your normal Clint Eastwood isms, you know, with uh, son of a bitch, you know, you know, stuff like that. But um, yeah. yeah, he wasn't yeah. in, he's probably in 15 minutes of the entire movie, maybe 20. You know, it's Amy Adams, Justin Timberlake ro- frolicking around in the water. My favorite Clint Eastwood moment is at the uh, end credits of Grand Torino when he sings. <laughs> sure. The end that? credit, that's him that. singing? When the when That's the when the car when the car is uh going by the water He's, he wrote he wrote it he wrote he wrote it and performed the song Grand Torino at the end credits of Grand Torino. Nice. Go back I didn't and know that. Check that out. Yeah, it's fantastic. He's got a he's got a kind of a kind of a uh, Tom Waits, uh, you know, gravelly cowboy voice that uh, you know, real interesting. And of have... course, he's a big jazz man. Big jazz. Yeah. Man. Yeah, doesn't he play the piano too? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely yeah, a, we, a musical guy. Can you name another movie that he played the piano in? I mean, we could do this trivia movie, can't. movie trivia all night. <laughs> I can't, you know, but you can tell me. Yeah, it's a movie called What's In the Line doing? of Fire. In the Line of Fire, Clint Eastwood yeah. plays the piano. He's in the Line of Fire. He's a Secret Service agent, right? Correct, correct. And somebody, and John Malkovich, uh, is in that movie as well plays a great bad guy okay and he's know, the malkovich, bad guy malkovich plays a great bad guy in that in that flick i love is that he, is it weird that he's that old and a secret service agent i don't know that I, or am i just kind of uh well they kind of they kind of make fun of that he he had kind of graduated yeah. from the protection to the counterfeiting part of uh 
the Secret okay. Service. But um, when somebody, because he was like one of the, the synopsis of the movie is he was one of the Secret Service agents when Kennedy was shot, you know? And oh so, my God. And so uh, John Malkovich being the great bad guy that he is, he comes out and starts messing with him and gets him back, you know, basically taunts him into, you know, hey, can you save the president? Because I'm going to kill the president. So he goes back on wow. um, duty. And then Malkovich, was, Malkovich was on the grassy knoll. Yeah, yeah. Oh I mean, great, 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 great film. Um, great performance. But John Malkovich makes that movie. He's not in that movie. It, it's not watchable. You know, I mean, if they would have gotten like Harry Connick Jr. to play the bad guy or something like that. Oh, man. You know, he was big. Well, I got to say. 2000, 2000 Oscar winners. I'm going to go with uh, maybe Moonlight. OK. Or maybe the un, un, not the Unforgiven, but Unforgiven. The name of the okay. Movie. Okay. Um, I even I go like, Silence of the Lambs. I mean, I yeah. like all those quite a bit. Silence of the Lambs is really great too. You know, you're gonna you're gonna hate what what I'm about to say because Silence of the Lambs, right. great movie. Schindler's List, great movie. Um, a little depressing. Um, very long. Um, yeah, Schindler's List is a long movie. You know, um, what was the third one that you just said? I don't have it pulled up. Unforgiven. Here. The, uh, yeah, Unforgiven, great movie. Um, I'm going to go Argo. Argo, yeah. There's a, a movie that kept me on my toes the entire movie. You know, people who went There's to see it. There's a lot going on in Argo, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I know that's, I'm not a real big uh, um, Ben Affleck fan, but uh, do you know who Robert Wool is? I don't know. Robert, Robert Wool. Remember the 89 Batman, Michael Keaton Batman? Yeah. Okay. He, he played uh, the the reporter, Knox, in that in that movie. Uh, That's Robert Wool. Anyhow, he's okay. a he's a historian and a stand-up comedian and an actor. Okay. He played Arliss on HBO. Um, but uh right. but, but he, he he has this thing on his on his YouTube channel called I Shit You Not. And he always ends it with, uh, he always ends it with Ben Affleck has a couple of Oscars. I shit you not. <laughs> you know, it's so, true. But he was. But not I, I thought I thought it was a was it, I thought it was a good movie. You know. Yeah. Who's your favorite Best Actor winner? My favorite Best Actor winner. Hmm. This is going to be a tough one, but I think we're going to go with. Uh, 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 let's see. Let's see who's nominated this year. Not Asa. Okay, that's a. I was about terrible. to ask you. Terrible oversight. About, terrible. I was about oversight. to ask you but, your, uh, your, let's your favorite snub, which would be Asa. Right? Yeah. Well, that would definitely be Asa, of course. I mean, let's see. And you can't go wrong with the seventies. For for me, it's like. I mean, look at this. In the seventies, I'm, I'm just looking at the list here. You got George C. Scott, who. He's he's too cool to even take the award. He right. turns it down, right? You got right. Gene Hackman, Brando, Jack right. Lemon, Art. Didn't Carney. Brando turn it down too? Oh no, Brando had the uh, Native American come and accept it for him. He right? had Sasheen Littlefeather come up and and talk. Uh, I, I, I mean, all of these. Peter Finch uh, playing Howard Beale and Network. 
I'd say the the weakest link in the seventies here is if we get to the later seventies, we got uh, you know Richard Dreyfuss, Dustin Hoffman, great actors, but you know I'm not I don't get as excited about them. Uh, in the eighties, we got De Niro, Duvall, F. Murray Abraham. I don't know. It's so hard to pick one. What was F. Murray Abraham for? Amadeus. Amadeus. Yeah. 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 So hard Good to flick. so hard to pick one. But uh, you know, I I, I guess uh, you know what can I say? I'm partial to Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, hit the, hit, hit the nail on the head right there. You know, exactly. Slap exactly. it around. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He's he's a Personally, strong strong man. Like personally, as a comic, I thought that the joke that Chris Rock told was hilarious. You know, personally, right? right. You know, if you if you ask me to take sides, I take Chris Rock's side. So mo- most people do too, but not. I don't take it because he's the victim. I take it. I, I don't think he's a victim. If you watched his special that he just came out with on Saturday, um, he addressed yeah. the Will Smith, um, yeah, thing. But uh, um, I, I I think he was an adult about the whole thing. Personally. That's something we didn't talk about. We, you know, the uh, great Oscar shockers. Yeah, I, I got well, it. Yeah, I, was, I guess I was we talked be... about we talked about Moonlight a little bit, but right. uh, what's the I biggest guess, controversy uh, at the Oscars? Most, uh, I don't, you know, I don't know what the biggest controversy is, but I know my the the my most memorable Oscar moment where I where when I was a kid, Jack Palance did did push ups when he won Best Supporting Actor for City Slickers. This was sometime in the nineties. 92, sure. 93, maybe. Right. 91, I can't remember. And uh, it frightened me. It scared the hell out of me because <laughs> I thought he was going to, something was going to happen to that guy. It, it, and it was, because it was, it was totally off the cuff. It's live, it's live TV, you know? I don't think sure. anything scared me like that at the Oscars un- until the slap, where it was, uh, you know, the kind of unscripted, uh, you know, unscripted strangeness. Although I guess the, um, the Rob Lowe uh, sing-along that year kind of scared me too. I remember okay. I was maybe like, you know, eight or nine years old. Do you remember this when Rob Lowe sang with Snow White? I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to remember no. what year that was. Let's, let's look. You, you might want to, you might want to YouTube that after the, after the, after the pod. Okay. Right, I'm, getting uh, a, I'm getting a list here. You know, just so our listeners know, Roblo uh, sang with Snow White, the like the animated character. Uh, no, it was actually a Snow White. It was actually uh, Oscars '89, so it was 1989. Okay. Uh, and to put this uh, into yeah, perspective, he... in 1989, I was 14 years old. Okay, great. Yeah, I was uh, nine. You know, okay. I was. I'm born in. Uh, you know, so I was a little kid, and uh, it was live TV though, and it and it shocked me and it made me really nervous. And it made me also like, even as a, as a nine-year-old, I said, this is, this is garbage. This is bullshit. (laughs) I said, I don't (laughs) like this. I don't like this at all. And uh, yeah. And then I said the same thing again, when the slap happened, I said, this is, this is bullshit. This is scary. I don't like this. Do you remember a couple of years I couldn't stop watching. Oh, there it is. Great. Do you remember a couple of years when um, 
Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga sang their song from A Star Is Born. Yes, who could at, forget at the Oscars? Who could forget that moment. That yes. that performance. Nothing against either. Their Lady Gaga is great, and I'm still on the fence about whether or not Bradley Cooper can sing or not. But yeah. um, because I've seen firsthand how you know a microphone can change your voice. Um, sure, but but um, I it just made me uncomfortable, and I don't yeah. get uncomfortable. I make people uncomfortable. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't get uncomfortable, and just made me feel uncomfortable because. What do you think it both, was? I, 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 they, they got, they got to be hooking up. They got no account. No, no, no one. You just don't look at people like that. That you're not, you know, yeah. for lack of a better term, fucking. That's that's that song is a very. Uh, it's an it's an intense song emotion, sure. emotionally, and I think that and and seeing that live in a live performance is, is a lot, especially when we're used to, uh, you know, we're used to Billy Crystal, you know, mugging and winking at the camera and, you know, and then somebody gets up there and, and does something that's very uh, genuine and emotional like that. It, it sh- probably should make us uncomfortable, you know? Sure. Which leads me to my, um, probably my last Oscar question because I've gone through all the categories here. Um, who is the best host of the Oscars ever? Is it Billy Crystal? Is it Billy Crystal? I, you know, I, I'm going to, again, show my uh, proclivity for the old days. You know, people say that uh, Man Baby, my movie. Yeah, sure. Streaming on Tubi right now. Uh, right. Streaming at manbabymovie.com where you, listeners can, can stream it. People say that... Um, Man Baby is kind of like an old movie. They say it has a has a feel of like an, a, a movie from the maybe even like th- the 30s because it's like a it's a screwball comedy, right? Like uh, sure. And so that that's kind of my my prejudice, right? Is I actually think the the greatest Oscars host was Johnny Carson. I think he right. Uh, you know, and that's of course before my time, but you know that's why that's why YouTube exists. Sure. Um couple a couple of questions before we wrap up a couple of questions about man baby here yeah um yeah streaming now on 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 tubi right and if you don't have that the uh google google play store or the app store for apple products is at everybody's disposal um or it's at manbaby.com correct manbabymovie.com yeah manbabymovie.com you can you yeah. can get it there so there's no reason not to go watch this but um but you know what? These listeners, they're fickle, you know, and not to, I call right. them out all the time because I have, uh, there's a, in our network, there's a podcast called the stupid history minute and, it, and it's little history tidbits for a minute, one minute. There's no reason not to listen to it. No reason not to listen to it. Right. But everybody forgets about it because it's only a minute long and it comes out every day, every day, you know? So, um, so, you know, you gotta, you gotta repeat things to them. You know, I'm not challenging yeah. the intelligence of my listeners, but I'm challenging the intelligence of my listeners. <laughs> and I'm going to get Attention's about 10, a commodity these days. Yeah, I'm going to I'm, I'm going to get about 10 direct messages tomorrow about that being like, you know, you offended me. You called me stupid. Yeah. Calling you stupid. Go manbabymovie.com. Hey. So the Call it what it is. I don't know. I don't know if you meant to do this. 
and I jotted this down. I jotted a lot of things down while I was while I was watching the movie. And I don't know if you did this. There, I I counted them. I think there's one. Did, am I getting this right? There's four twists to this movie. Uh, I have to think about that. But uh, yeah, I'll I'll take that. But tell me okay. what you think the four twists are, and we'll. Well, we I mean, it. but yeah, okay. Well, there there could be a fifth because it took me a second to figure out that the potion that he's taken wasn't really the potion. <laughs> like it was right, like a ruse. Right. It was like a ruse. Right. You know, and I right. mean, I should have gotten it the first time that he sat up in the crib, but I didn't. I just thought he was like looking around, you know, and then this. Okay. All uh-huh. right. You know, he he's fake. He's faking. Um, so you had that. Um, and then you have the, where, uh, she turns psycho, right? Uh-huh. Right. Okay. And then you have, Hey, I don't want to give this one away, but the reason that you don't see him anymore. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I really don't want to give that one away because that okay. makes you, okay. th- Fair that, enough. That, you, that makes you think of like a couple of different things that right. kind of gets answered, but not really. Right. Would you would you agree? I would agree that that's a twist. Yeah. Okay. But would it, you would you agree that that twist gets answered? Ish. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Okay. It gets answered. Yeah. I, I sure. really don't for want sure. to give it away because I want to make these people go watch the movie. Um, yeah. And and then and then the the one at the end of the time jump, right? Right. See, here's the thing with with this script. Um, so anybody that's going to watch it, whether you're going to watch it uh, on Amazon because it's available on Amazon or you can watch it on Tubi where it's available or at manbabymovie.com, where, wherever you watch it, you watch it on your TV, you watch it on a computer, watch it on a phone, uh, you're going to be surprised, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, oh, yeah. It, you, you're you going to see one thing from a trailer or from the website. You're going to think it's one thing and it's you're going to be surprised. OK, it's what I think what you're talking about, those four twists um, those are, and again, this maybe goes back to old movies. O- old movies had a very uh, distinct structure, three acts. And you had a thing sure. called the midpoint twist where uh, it's not really, so it's, it's in the middle of the second act. So those four, four beats you're talking about, that's just, it's just the end of the first act, the midpoint twist, the end of the second act, and the end of the third act. That, that's right. all that is. It's just a traditional story with three acts. And uh, quite frankly, this is the thing that the Academy is uh, missing because this is a fantastic screenplay, which Seriously. Uh, maybe doesn't uh, deserve uh, a Best Picture nomination, but I think certainly a Best Screenplay nomination. And so, uh, you know, we can leave it at that. Maybe... Uh, audience will have different opinions when they watch it but but it is a very very good classic screenplay a classic story and uh yeah so those those things that you're seeing it's just because you don't see those in movies anymore we don't see right. we don't see traditional three-act structures we see uh uh the sopranos and game of thrones we're, we're used to tv tv acts which are cliffhanger acts and sure. that's that's fine. Uh, you know, it, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing bad about those things. But uh, a movie, a traditional movie had those beats. And if you can make those beats, if you can make those acts 
their own kind of little cliffhangers, which is what happens in Man Baby. They're they're tiny cliffhangers. It's like a TV show, but it's a little different because it's not just it's not just a cliffhanger. Uh, oh, it's a soap opera. It, this isn't. We're not doing all my children here. We're doing. We're sending the script in a whole different genre sometimes, right? And, right. Uh, yeah. So that's what you're seeing. Now you you would classify it. And, and please correct me if I'm wrong. I don't want people to get the wrong impression. But would you classify it as a dark comedy? I'd say it's a it's a it's a surreal. Uh, there's a lot of descriptors. It's a surreal dark comedy. It's an art comedy. You know, it's it's going back to that classical thing. It's a it's a dark screwball comedy. Yeah, and it doesn't. Um, yeah, this is me saying this, not you. This is my opinion, which happens to be right, but um, it, it doesn't paint a pretty picture for 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 women's mental health, you know. So, um, you know, it, it, or or it could teach you, you know, moral of it is, you know, what a woman wants, a woman gets. You know, it it, it can teach you that. There is a uh, Kurt Vonnegut uh, quote, not not attributed to Kurt Vonnegut, but to Kilgore Trout, which is an author in Kurt Vonnegut's uh, books. Uh, uh, all men are asshole. I'm, I'm going to get this a little twisted probably, sure. but bear with me. Uh, all men are assholes. All women are psychopaths. And all men are assholes because women are psychopaths. And all women are psychopaths because men are assholes. It's a... Sure. You know inevitable sure, uh synergy of asshole and psychopath psychopathy so yeah, I, guess. I don't necessarily know that i believe that um because i'm not necessarily sure that i understand um you know what a man is and what a woman is uh i think that's a much bigger question uh for another movie and for you know probably someone a little bit smarter than me but i do think that there's some there's something there <laughs> for sure <laughs> there's something there of the interplay of uh you know what we call men and what we call women sure there's a great line from the fine feature film leaving las vegas that says i don't know if i started drinking because my wife left me or if my wife left me because i started drinking you know there you go so there's yep, the, the exactly. men and women there exactly. so what what's up next what uh what what are you gonna do next or what are you doing yeah, what now or do? what am i doing now? Get, sequel um, man baby 2 why uh, son of man baby i'm watching the oscars this sunday that's for sure yeah. gonna okay. tune in and make sure that we see who the winners are and you got any uh, predictions be appropriately bitter you know gonna be kind of sure gnashing my teeth that i'm not there but that's just the way that the cookie crumbles um, we have, we have a positive outlook for the next one. Maybe the Academy will see the next one. The next one, uh, I'm working more kind of, you know, I'm kind of, uh, this was a, this was a theatrical release. Um, right. and that was really great. Um, and, you know, got, uh, distributed, you know, on Tubi, on Amazon in this kind of new digital world. Um, that can be very expensive though. So we're kind of looking at different, different ways of distributing the next one. Um, and so with that comes different kind of forms of making a movie. So 
I got a pretty long history of, of video art and, and making things that are a little less genre movie. And uh, so, yeah, thinking about the next one is, as maybe a little bit closer to kind of my origins in video art and some different, just di different kinds of distribution. So streaming on some secret websites or something or uh, the dark you know. net the dark net yeah who knows who knows but uh but yeah definitely writing definitely putting things together working with some actors some new actors now and keeping busy keeping creative and uh yeah they, there will definitely be more okay um where can our listeners we, we said manbabymovie.com it's, yeah. it's streaming on tubi right now and and i'll tell you this a lot more people know about tubi now they they did that stunt with the super bowl commercial yeah, um, Tubi is uh, Tubi's great. You know, I feel like it's got a lot of really good stuff that hadn't hadn't been on a lot of other streamers. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of old I, Italian horror is on there. Sure, sure. I had to explain of, to uh, somebody the stuff. other day. I had to explain to somebody the other day the history of the term spaghetti western. You know oh, wow. that uh, right. that 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 it was very 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 simple because they were funded by Italians. You know, yeah, that's the sim the simple answer. These westerns wouldn't be and shot by. usually shot in Italy too. Usually, yeah, shot over there yeah. Yeah, at the old so. Cinecitas Studios, which were falling apart, but they uh, kept them going. And yeah, sure, sure. Um, Love so manbabymovie dot com, right? Streaming on manbabymovie dot com. Manbaby's a low budget dark comedy that uh, it's going to surprise you. It's gonna, it's gonna make you think. It's gonna, hopefully, make you laugh a little bit. But I think, even if it doesn't make you laugh, it's gonna make you think. So I, I think it, it, it can make you chuckle. It's not as the trailer hides the movie really well, you know, yeah. because yeah. you know, and, and most trailers do that, but this one's in particular. It, it hides the movie really, really well. Um, so if you go out there and you watch the trailer, I mean, you know, those parts are, are in there. I kept waiting in the trailer or, or, and I think I watched before I watched the movie, I watched the trailer. I watched like a minute and a half, like promo or whatever is where she, she stuck the bottle in his mouth. And then I was mm -hmm. like, okay. And then by the time, you know, I had gotten, you know, three fourths or fourth away, two thirds away through the movie. And then I'm like, okay, I haven't seen that scene yet. Cause I'm a big, you know, are the scenes in the trailer in the movie. Right. And I was like, I haven't mm -hmm. seen that scene yeah. yet, but it was after like the second twist, you know, that there basically was the second twist, you know, spoiler alert. Right. Um, but, um, but I hadn't seen that yet. And I, I was just like, Oh man, because that's after he comes back to like being, I mean, normal, you know, or, or drunk mm -hmm. or, mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> or whatever. But, uh, but cool. We, uh, we're out of time. So yeah. I want to, I want to thank Tim Lytell. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. Thank and, you so uh, much for having me, Kevin. No, it's it's any 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 time, and you know if you need an uh, an extra in your next movie, man, yeah, let me know. Um, I'll be on the I'll next plane. Up. Maybe maybe you, you could film it in Florida, man. We're we're tax free down here. I'm to think Washington is too. Yeah. Um, but uh, you could film it in Florida. It's just great weather, a little hot, but um, mm -hmm. but it's mm -hmm. man man baby so. move. Oh yeah, great. Ja Did you know that Jacksonville, Florida, was once considered the Hollywood of the South? 
I, you know, I've, I feel like I've read that before. Yeah. I make, yeah. it makes sense, you know, and Orlando sure. had a lot of production for a while too. Like they had the big universal studios and we're, stuff, we're not right? going to get into how I feel about Orlando. <laughs> I can only imagine, but it has, has everything to do with, they, they treat everybody like a tourist. Um, right in Orlando right. and and for our Orlando listeners which we have a contingent of Orlando listeners um yeah I said that about you it's Kev lives at K-E-B-L-I-V-E-S on Twitter hit me on the DM Tim thank you very much for joining us um as always uh, I reserve the right to call you back and and and, and we talk movies again because I, I have a feeling we could go all night yeah great conversation thank yeah. you so much for your yeah. time and appreciate being on the podcast Kev all right, we'll we'll talk to you soon. I appreciate it. Okay. And that was there he goes Tim Lato right there. Um, do you have uh, a couple of announcements here real quick uh, on the Unfiltered Podcast Network? Um, Monday was nailed it. Had uh, Beebs and I on uh, nailed it. That was a lot of fun. Uh, trip down memory lane there. Uh, yes or uh, yesterday was pedals of support uh with mama d talking about uh f is for failure and then tomorrow look forward to finding your way with the beeps and um i'm sure that he'll have a great episode for you there um and every day stupid history minute uh with yours truly uh they're a minute long no reason not to listen to them and on Friday, go over and, and 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 see our good friends over the Two Penny Podcast, uh, Jay and Mike. They always have something hilarious for you over there. So, um, again, want to thank Tim Lytell, uh, producer, writer, and director of the movie Man Baby, which is streaming on Tubi uh, right now and is available at manbabymovie.com. And you could get it on Amazon uh, as well, Amazon Prime Video. So for Tim Lytell, my name is The Keb, and we will catch you guys next week. The opinions on this podcast may strike some listeners as vulgar, offensive, or worst of all, serious. Serious. Please adjust your expectations and interpretations accordingly. In other words, lighten the f*** up. For all other concerns, complaints, and court documents, please direct those towards the nearest brick wall. Thank you for listening. This podcast is a production of Unfiltered Studios. If you would like to know more about joining Unfiltered Studios, please visit our website at unfpod.com for more information.